I was amazed by my father's persistence to pray the five obligatory prayers on time at the mosque. Nothing prevented him from doing that, not the cold of winter, the heat of summer, not even sickness. I asked him once, why don't you pray at home in the cold weather? He replied that the more he would go out to the mosque in such bad weather, the more God would reward him with great compensation. My dad, a conservative, was really faithful to Islam, and he still is. When I was seven years old, my dad encouraged me to fast the whole month of Ramadan. Ramadan is an Islamic calendar month in which all Muslims are obliged to fast. And then he told me that one of the hadiths, prophets' traditions, teach them till the age of seven and beat them till the age of ten. I used to feel hungry during the long day of fasting, especially at that age, but I was faithful and patient until the end of the day. I managed to fast the whole month. My dad was very happy and announced the news to all of our family members. He was very proud of my religious commitment. I was very happy knowing that God would reward me according to his promise. But my great joy was to achieve this difficult task. Until the age of twelve, I did not pray regularly, and Dad always argued with us about this matter. Discipline in both study and prayer were very important topics that created many arguments and tongue lashings all the time we lived at home. Dad had a way to punish us that I strongly rejected. If one of us didn't pray for any other reason than the legal reasons, he would refuse to eat with us at the same table according to the prophet's tradition. I wondered how the prophet could teach principles likely to cause family dissension. What kind of a commitment was Dad expecting to come out of such a punishment? We grew up with the idea that Christians were infidels and polytheists and were not worthy of our friendship or companionship. There was one exception to that rule. One of my dad's friends was a Christian named Fauzi. Dad had known him since childhood, and they had a close relationship. When he, his wife, and their son used to come to visit us for our joyful occasions and feasts, I was always amazed as, after they left, my dad would say to himself, Oh, Fauzi, it's a big waste of time for you to be a Christian. I wish you were a Muslim. When I was thirteen, I joined the prep school. On the first day of school, all the students usually run and fight to get the best seats in class. A girl named Marcella, whose name was not familiar, sat beside me. It was a very new adventure for me. I had to deal with that infidel Christian who sat with me at the same desk for the whole year. Soon I got to know her more and found myself being fascinated by her. I still remember the innocence beaming on her face. Even now I remember her tenderness as if it were yesterday, and not many years ago. She asked me once what kind of sandwich I had for lunch. I told her that I had a Roman cheese sandwich. Marcella said she had a ham sandwich and suggested we swap sandwiches. I was upset by her suggestion and explained, Muslims do not eat pork. It is forbidden in Islam. So she asked me why. I told her God was protecting us from this meat that was not good for our health. She looked at me. Then her eyes wandered and she resorted to silence. I wondered, if my answer was true and logical, why did eating pork not affect all these Christians year after year? I had no answer, and I didn't bother searching for one. Soon I forgot the whole thing.
The first year of school passed, and our simple, lovely friendship grew. The following year at school, one day Marcella was looking for...